Hey, welcome to the Overtalking Podcast with your host Ken and CJ. Say hi, CJ. Hi, CJ. Got a great show for you this week. We watched Little Monsters. Starring the Little Savage Brothers. The Savage Bros, which, which would be an awesome band name. Or WWE tag team. Oh, yeah. yeah. Savage Bros. Damn. That'd be take, awesome. Take on everyone. Yeah. Take well, on the monsters. That could also be another tag oh, team. Holy team. shit. Yeah. This should be a um, like Space Jam kind of that's thing, what, oh, but with that's tag exactly team what I was wrestling. Thinking. The Monstars. Yeah. That would be great. S-T-A-R. Yeah, of course. That's how it's spelled. How else would Ken? you spell it? Like that. This is hostile already. I know. I hate it's the it whiskey. When, I hate it when you guys fight. <laughs> uh, what's up? Uh, hi. <laughs> I, uh, I took a fun Uber ride recently. Oh, yeah? I was going to... Um, I use Lyft. Oh, okay. I've got a bunch of Uber credits, so I've been using Uber. Yeah, how do you get those? You just said that. You got me a ride over here. Hot tip. Uh, Uber has local deals, and if you you link up... Deals on what? Well, so if you link up your Visa card to it, and you purchase at these local deals, and they're listed in the app, you get 5% uh, cash back in Uber credits. Oh, specifically in Uber credits. Right, so make sure you link up your... Visa card to Uber, and anytime you make a purchase on that Visa card, you get Uber credits, and it's sweet. So make make large purchases at those things, and then you get that's how stuff. okay. Um, I got the Chase uh, Sapphire. Yeah, that's none a, of this it, is important. It's a Visa card. Can we talk about how uh, <laughs> CJ tried to shame you? Uh, as an Uber rider by saying like, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah you like that? What's that about? I, you just I completely do, ignored that. Part. I do lift. Oh, I know. I saw it. <laughs> I heard it. It's the same. It's the same thing. It's just maybe a little bit cheaper, but when it's free, but there's, Uber, there's there's a there's a moral component there's a stigma. To it now. Oh yeah. really? What yeah. what did I miss here? Well, he doesn't oh, work there anymore, right? Ken, get with it. Yeah. Do you read the news? There, no. The, are you talking about the CEO? Yeah, the I former see, CEO. Yeah. But there's so much more. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, they do some really shady shit. They uh, I was reading an article where um, the cops went to raid one of their offices. And they have this whole procedure. <laughs> First of all, wow. Yeah, right? Yeah, so that that's number one. That should already put you, yeah. uh, like, don't use them anymore. Even though a buddy of mine works for them, so <laughs> that sucks. Um, they have this whole, like, there's like a code word or something like that for their IT people to just, like, sh- not shut down, but, like, lock all the systems. So that even when the cop shows up with, like, warrants and stuff like that, Everything is just locked and like encrypted and everything, and they can't get at any of the files. Yeah, that's not sketchy. Yeah, no. very. <laughs> My God. So but yeah, if, but if you were a, a concerned citizen and did the same thing, yeah, this is like it's a business though, right? right. Yeah. It's like, it's, this is this is a fine line. I don't, I don't necessarily have an opinion. This is a fine line between. It's it's okay for a person to do it because we're fighting the man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so that's but the if thing. You're like a business, if you're a corporation, because that's yeah. that's personal. Like yeah. my texts have nothing to do with like how I run a business. Right. You're, <laughs> it's they're under like legal obligations as a company. You're not employing people yeah. to you're, follow certain true. things. That's yeah. True. Where it's mine is just like I don't want you reading my texts. <clears throat> Those are mine. Anyway, what what was your uh, so so Lyft is totally fine though. Yeah. So far. As far as I know, yeah. yeah. Right. We'll right. see. They haven't rated them yet. So. All, yeah, all of this is caveated with <laughs> yeah. to the best of our knowledge. Right, right. <laughs> Wait a year, we'll see. Yeah. 
It's a terrible place we're living it's in nowadays. So, so long as you're comfortable with the idea of the dismantling of full-time work and benefits for jobs so that we'll all have these fun, hip, gig culture, three <laughs> jobs that n- neither, none of which are individually enough for you to live on or like get any sort of benefits. But if you're cool with that. <laughs> By all means. Yeah, lift it up, baby. Well, fuck. And it's free. I don't know. What, what am I supposed to do here? I don't know. And we'll introduce that person in a second. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, this is Danny from Delmar Prakash. All right. Uh, Tell us about I, your ride. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. Remember how this was going to be about your ride. Oh, yeah. Well, this ride seems totally not as fun as all of this new stuff. Anyway, I took an Uber ride. Uh, the guy cranked it up to 90 and only oh. played the uh, Sirius XM demo channel. For a about forty minute ride to maybe forty Pier. minutes, it was it was great. Yeah. Tell it what was on the demo channel. How does that work? Oh yeah, so it's just um, it's like one fart joke by Howard Stern. Yeah, like <laughs> this week in Howard Stern. If you subscribe, <laughs> is, it, is it really? I mean, it's not. It's not just that straight up. That, but basically, yeah. It's like yeah. you also get uh, Danny in the mornings. Uh, be sure to s- subscribe, <laughs> and it's it's just like that. Over oh, and on repeat too. So I heard that maybe five times in a row. We're gonna check loops. in with Lindsay on the nine. How's the traffic looking out there? I can't tell you because you need to subscribe first. <laughs> uh, can what traffic on SiriusXM? Do they? <laughs> Can you live in Chicago? So what were you doing going to Navy Pier? So there was a, um, it, it was the start of restaurant week a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and this week. It was this week. Okay. I think. I guess, I guess it, was, it was last week. At then. the time of this recording. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they do this thing to kick it off called First Bites. Mm-hmm. And Is it like Prima Nocta? I don't, for, for I don't know what that is. Yeah, Look it what up. is that? Look okay. it up. It's not weird at all. <laughs> okay. They, they have a bunch of vendors, basically people who are participating in Restaurant Week, and uh, it's like a nice event, and they pass out samples and stuff, and pass out their cards, and like, come by our restaurant this week, and uh, it was cool. So you get to eat a lot of samples? Yeah, a lot of samples. It's like walking into a big Sam's Club on like a Saturday, yeah, where you yeah. just try all the samples? Basically, except they're all like gourmet food. A gourmet Sam's Club. Gourmet Sam's Club. What, what was the best thing you tried? Oh, they had a lobster roll, like just a lobster roll. Yeah, that was the sample of full is, lobster roll. That is the right answer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a full, a like full size, like a yeah, not a mini piece of bread no, or anything. Like, like full Texas yeah. toast with oh wow, lo- fresh lobster. It was great. Dang, yeah, that Amazing. and um, I think some like cheese ravioli or something like that. So you're still gonna use Uber after all this news? Well, funny. I mean, they're not. They're not. I'm not technically supporting them because they're not making money <laughs> off of me. So. Fair point. Yeah. It's wait, cool, man. I wait. took an Uber over here today. <laughs> Way to find the loophole. Yeah, that's the loophole. Once I run out of cash, I'll go to Lyft, and then we'll be fine. Speaking of holes, this movie has, like, portal holes in it. That wow. Was, that was my transition. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about that in one second and introduce the other voice you just heard. <laughs> Coming up on the Overtalking Podcast. The Eric. The monsters. They kidnapped them. Kidnapped them? Which monsters? The little monsters. Ah, it was the title. Did you guys catch that? They said that they said the title of the movie. Classic Which titles. I feel is a good establishing thing for all movies to do. Yeah. They have to say it at yeah. some point. This one was yeah. almost at the end of the movie, but yeah. I still appreciate it. Yeah. It's um, still a nice surprise. Yeah. It's a yeah. fun Hey, they said 
Speaking of, hey, welcome back to the Only Talking <laughs> Podcast. Uh, and that voice you heard and will continue hearing. No, I'm going silent. <laughs> oh, no. Shoot. Now we already, already warm out. Yeah, no, this is, you, my contract says only, only 100 words. Oh, dang it. Why did we limit that? That was stupid. Daddy from the Double Murder Podcast. Hey, yeah, welcome, welcome back. back. Hey, thanks for having me on again. Uh, we're going to do a shot of Jim Beam. That's February's alcohol. Yeah. And boy, am I glad I, uh, that yeah. last time you had me drink some uh, Jekyll soror- Blast. Sorority. <laughs> when you say it out loud, it makes me uncomfortable. Mm. Uh, it's bad. And, and now you have real liquor. Yep. And I just I can't thank you enough. <laughs> yeah. Have, we, have we Urban Dictionary Jekyll Blast yet? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I feel like that's got to be something. I don't want to do that. All right. Cheers. Cheers, cheers gentlemen. Ken, one of these days we'll find a shot that you enjoy. It's Jackal Blast. <laughs> it is Jackal no, Blast. No, but like a, an actual shot, like real alcohol. Uh, probably doubt it. I am. Uh, there's, there's nothing wrong with not liking alcohol. Yeah, <laughs> I know. In fact, someone say there's something wrong with liking alcohol. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, I am. My side drink here is Makers. Just more whiskey. <laughs> is it really? Yeah. Just chasing oh, it with whiskey. I'm Boy. chasing it with a mug full of, yeah, makers. <laughs> you're going to stumble home in the snow. There. Yeah, you're getting real loose today. I got nothing to do the rest of the day. <laughs> going to be couching it. Can you can you talk a little bit about what you got me here? Yeah, I swung by uh, Beguile Brewing. Um, it's kind Beguile? of on the way to uh, Over Talking Headquarters. Uh, Pinball Wizard, their milk stout. Um, it's a local brewery here in Chicago. I highly recommend it. Um, it's kind of small to the point where like you can't, if you're going to be bringing a large number of people, you got to like scope it out before it gets busy. Mm-hmm. They got your, you know, typical board games and stuff like that. Uh, ski ball. They have a ski ball machine. I feel like nice. it's out of, out of the way enough though that I, does it get that crowded? Have you been there when it's been packed? Yeah, but that's when, you know, when it should be packed like a Friday night or okay. something like okay. that. But yeah, I I went there the other, uh, like last week where just straight from work, it's right off the Irving Park Brown Line. So from work, just got off right there and uh, I knew I was going to be buying beer to go, but I uh, got a nice uh, nitro stout on draft and then just sat there with my laptop and like kept working for an hour, just sipping on some beer and if you go get there right at like five thirty or six, not crowded at all. I was like one of three people there, and it was it was really nice just to sit there, finish up some work, sipping on a nice beer. What were then, the other two people's names? I don't know. They were playing uh, some board game. The guy. It was some sort of cards humanity game because the guy was like loving it. He must have. <laughs> they must have already been there for a while because uh, he was very noisy and nice. chatty. And then uh, dogs are allowed there, which is always a nice surprise. You oh, see a I like big that. golden retriever walk in, a little pupper. Beguile, if you want to let us uh, record in your brewery, <laughs> let us know sweet. at overtalkingpot at gmail.com. Yeah. This, is, this is delicious, and yeah. I thank you for getting it for yeah, me. Yeah, my pleasure. Yeah, Pinball Wizard, big fan. Also, a fantastic song by one of my favorite bands. We can't sing it, though. We don't have the rights. We can play uh, a part of one of their songs. <laughs> so, so <laughs> Little Monsters... Danny, why Little Monsters? So, it's a great question, and I'm glad you asked. Uh, Did you see it coming? I, a little bit, yeah. This is uh, our gotcha journalism. <laughs> shit. Oh, fuck. Now they're going to know the truth. 
so part of this was uh, when you asked me to be on the show again and what I'd want to watch. After you got beyond the flattery, the honor. <clears throat> yeah, the blushing went down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and uh, there's a part of me that's like, oh, dude, like do I want to just be the horror guy? Do I want to be the guy that just always chooses a horror movie? Because even on my own podcast about horror movies, <laughs> I'm not the horror guy. <laughs> right. That's Tim's job. Um, so I was like, okay, well, what's like, it's so easy to just go to horror because it, it's, you know, just what it is, right? But then also, um, I relatively recently listened to when uh, Perkins was on your podcast. Mm. And that nightmare of a movie. The Last Unicorn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Which I haven't seen yet, but I very <laughs> much would like to see now. I think it's worth the experience. It's, it's very bizarre. I hear. I heard what you guys had to say, <laughs> and I'm in. <laughs> All right? I, this, we this, don't need to sell it anymore? Oh, like, so it's sold. It's, sold. it's bought. It, uh, it, that's, it's, uh, it just sounds so insane. And so it, that made me think of this movie. Hmm. Um, in the in the context of a movie that I saw when I was young, uh, it's not quite as it's not even nearly as insane as The Last Unicorn, but but one of those movies where even as I was watching it as a kid, I was like, should I be seeing this? Like, That's, I actually wrote down a question, yeah. uh, two part question for you. How old were you when you first saw it? And follow up question: Are you okay? <laughs> uh, let me, let's start with the second. Definitely not. <laughs> Definitely not. Now, the degree to which this movie made me not okay, I don't know. I think, in fact, this movie is just uh, uh, on the periphery of my non-okayness. It's really um, like a, like a guidepost along the way that lets like I watched that movie and really enjoyed it as a kid, and and it let me know, yeah, these things are okay. You're fine. You're gonna be fine. And that was wrong. <laughs> Uh, but no, I, I, I first saw it, um, uh, geez, I, I would imagine, uh, elementary school, middle school, somewhere between the end of elementary school and the beginning of middle school. It's pretty young. Yeah. Uh, and I, when I was looking at, cause it, when it come out like in, um, like, uh, it, well, Wonder Years was on and I think that came out in like, uh, 87 or 88. That sounds right. Is that so, a question for later? Yeah. Hey, you uh, Real quick, Price is Right rules. When did this come out? <laughs> Just jumping into it. Uh, 89. Okay. I think 89 is actually That correct. is correct. Okay. Oh, wow. We yeah. can continue. Um, nice. So if I, it came out in 89, I probably saw it in 90 or 91 because I distinctly remember getting it from the VHS rental store. <laughs> do, you guys, do you remember those? Oh, of course. Yeah. Family video? Uh, no, her blockbuster was, that was ours. <clears throat> no, and, and in fact, neither. Huh. Um, I was fortunate enough to live in a town that had uh, not one but two uh, local independent, uh, actually three, uh, video stores. And I used to work, my first job was at one of them. Cool. Nice. So if you want to talk about, if you want some B-roll about uh, how weird it was being a teenager and watching, watching people like try to uh, find pornography, <laughs> <laughs> we can do that. Um but yeah, like it was just one of those things where like I saw the box, it looked cool, I knew who that kid was. Mm-hmm. Let's do it, and I loved it, and I loved I, I I loved it, and it was like regular rotation, like a regular rental, and then years and years later, probably within the last 
five years, I was like, oh, whatever the fuck happened to that movie? Like, I should watch it again. Um, and, like, got it, and it recently got put back up on Netflix and stuff. Right. So, uh, yeah, like, it's... I think it's a uh, underrated uh, children's that's, movie. Yeah. So that's question the question. Mark? I yeah, don't, like, yeah. I don't... I couldn't tell if it was made for kids. So... <clears throat> Because it's starring children. Let's let's yeah. get into the qu- yes. a quick synopsis before we dive into that. Because we definitely need to get to that. But uh, Danny, can you just give it like a quick like what's this movie about? Yeah. Well, in in, in truth, it's the uh, it's sort of the um, uh, guide. It's the inspiration for uh, was it Monsters Inc. That's right. Damn yeah. It. Oh, take that off my list. How <laughs> <laughs> so, of the game. Uh, but, but that totally makes sense, right? Because yeah. I mean, the guy's blue, and he's got the horns, yeah. just like Sully. In that, there's there's like a place underneath everyone's bed, mm-hmm. yeah, where all the monsters live. Yeah. So it's uh, the idea is that uh, the monster under your bed is real, and a very resourceful young man, uh, played by his last name is Stevenson. I can't remember their first names. It is uh, Brian Arthur Stevenson. Brian the whitest Arthur name Stevenson. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, played by uh, Fred Savage, uh, actually traps one in his room and befriends the guy. And played the, by Howie Mandel. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. I gotta get into that later. <laughs> and yeah. and so uh, Maurice, the the monster, right? That was his name, right? Yep, yeah. Maurice. Um, takes him into, you know, brings him under the bed. Uh, takes him into this like underworld of like semi demonic monster children. Where it's like all fun all the time, and then they go up under other people's beds, and it part part of it's scaring them, but it seems like a bigger piece of their job is getting them in trouble. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> they they leave like muddy footprints around the house with the kids' shoes, so that when they wake up, their parents yell at them. Now I'm a I'm a person who loves a good montage, and let me tell you. <laughs> This movie has several fantastic Chuck montages. Full of them. Yeah, yeah. One of which being them like pulling these pranks, which to me was like a blueprint, a blueprint of bullshit I could do. <laughs> that is the setting up, laying out the plans for <clears throat> you to pull this off. I'll, I'll tell you specifically, it's the first time I ever saw or even heard of somebody putting saran wrap over a toilet. <laughs> as soon as I saw the piece of saran wrap, I was like, oh no. And then it zooms, <clears throat> like it lowers down, and you see the toilet. I was like, yep. But but as a kid, right? If I was oh, like yeah. 10, 11, 12 years old, somewhere in there, blew Genius. my mind. Yeah. Blew my mind. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is, I should be taking out. That's why I watch <laughs> it so much, taking notes. Like, And I never did any of the shit in here. But uh, so, anyway, so he goes around with Maurice, kind of scaring kids until eventually uh, they have to go scare like a baby. And he, and he has, has a change of heart. He's not, he's, he's, he's not, he's not willing to go that far. And that's when you find out that. There's actually kind of this subplot going on where the leader of these monsters is trying to recruit him uh, by keeping the, him down there long enough. And eventually, in order, since he couldn't like trick him into it, he tries to force him into it by uh, uh, kidnapping his brother. And then, so uh, Fred Savage uh, teams up with some of his friends, another great montage of them gearing up. With and lights. With lights, right? Because uh, uh, UV light like hurts them, makes them turn into clothes, uh, eventually will kill them. And he goes down there to rescue his brother. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to spoil the last uh, two minutes of the movie. <laughs> or anything, but uh, that that is essentially what's going on there. Yeah. 
It's it's a happy ending, obviously. <laughs> I like though, relatively. That, like, they are brothers in the movie and in real life. That's yeah, also that was the cool. We got a, we got a young uh, Corey Matthews from uh, Boy Meets World. Boy Meets World. <laughs> yeah, that both, super young. Yeah, that's nuts. They both went on to be like huge, <laughs> kind of in their own way. Relatively, right? yeah, yeah. Boy Meets World ran for what? You saw that kid like grow up years, over yeah. the TV show. Ne- I don't, neither of those guys need to work ever again. Yeah, oh sure, <laughs> and, and both of them do. Yeah, so they're they're doing a okay. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Fred Savage was on some show this past year that got canceled after one season that I really enjoyed. It was oh, and that show is couldn't tell you. Ah, bummer. <laughs> it it's him and uh the very the dude the very handsome dude on Parks and Rec that has not aged over the years at all. Rob Lowe. <laughs> it's him and Rob. I think it's I think it's Rob Lowe. He, it's that, either that, that or another. That description fits Rob Lowe. Yeah, yeah that's, that sounds like Rob Lowe. Yeah. It's either him and Jack. But yeah, it, I forget what it's called. It was a great show. It only lasted a season. Though. I was hmm. happy to see Fred Savage back. You know what he does? He does a lot of uh, directing and producing TV shows. Oh. And he's a regular like director or producer on uh, Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, oh really? Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. Amongst like other stuff. But uh, if you watch it and you pay attention to the, the credits every now and then, like, and Fred Savage. Dang. Cool. That seems like a... It, that show can get very disgusting, and, yeah. <laughs> and it's it's a weird to see him uh, be this innocent boy and then work on a show like that. Yeah, great oh, show. Some time's yeah. passed. So, uh, Howie Mandel, I on- I knew he was an actor, but I only know him from him being a judge on these bullshit like, game Scott shows, Talent, right? where yeah. he like at most <clears throat> he smiles and then maybe chuckles from time to time, but like as far as emotion. That's really all you're getting. And what? then in this movie, it felt like the He's director was like coke before every scene. Yeah. He <laughs> yeah. was like, you know, you know, like over over the top acting, go further. Just keep going. So to, to me, it, it seemed like he watched Beetlejuice right before yeah. filming this. And he's like, Well, this is what I have to try to imitate right now. And yeah. So, so this is know. interesting. So you guys it sounds like you guys do, are not familiar with with Howie Mandel as a, a stand-up comedian. I, I no. am. I am more familiar than CJ is. <clears throat> Never so seen him do stand-up. his old stand-up stuff like that was this, like, Robin Williams, probably very cocaine-fueled, like, fucking out-there bullshit. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't I, know that. I remember seeing some shit where, like, yeah, I mean, he's just, like, dripping sweat on stage. <laughs> super animated, super, like, whatever. Interesting. And then, I, I don't know if you guys were around to, he used to have a cartoon called Bobby's World. Yes. Right? And that character, that little kid's voice, he would do that voice in his stand-up oh, for like okay. bits about oh fucking kids, am I right? Like they're so precocious. Um, but yeah, like this. So this to me, this is like ah, like this is Howie Mandel, fucking oh, okay, huh. you know, coked out of his head <laughs> and, and doing some shit, not moving at all times. Yeah. What what I think is interesting, right? Like, so it's pretty common knowledge. Howie Mandel has like a serious OCD about like germs right. and cleanliness. Right. Yeah, I knew that. And in this movie, he plays like he's in like a lot of makeup all the time. He mm-hmm. eats a booger. Eats a, eats <laughs> he, a, he pulls earwax out of his ear with a Q-tip. He reaches over to Fred Savage and pulls a booger out of his nose and eats it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's all like there's a lot of gross out shit mm-hmm. in this movie. And I just I think that's funny. Like, do you think he was freaking out the whole Probably. time? Probably. Like, yeah. Would film the scene and then 
like immediately throw up and yeah. go into the fetal <laughs> position. Away. Shower I, and hand sanitizer. I think that laugh he was doing was just him like coping. <laughs> <laughs> the medic <laughs> laugh. Shit, like, fuck, it's touching me. Oh my it's god. Fine, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of odd laughs in this movie too. Yeah, Not timing just from him. seems strange to me. <clears throat> also, this movie is PG. Yeah, okay, let's circle back to that. They said <laughs> okay. shit and bitch maybe 15 times. They said, sh- I looked it up, they said shit seven times Okay, in yeah. a PG movie. Like kids saying it. Maurice says it three times in a row a explaining this baseball game. PG movie. Is there a limit on that for, I, I, I don't know. It was a different time, man. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, like, it, it, it shouldn't be such a fucking big deal now no, of either. Of course, but... But it, but yeah, this, I mean, this, this is just one of many movies like this where, like, you could not get away with that shit today. No, not in a, not in a kids movie, right. right? No, not at all. That's why I yeah, I was first a little like taken aback when they started tossing them in there because it, it's a while before you hear a first like damn or anything even, yeah. and then they just really go for it once yeah. they've revealed it. It also gets uh, very dark, like yeah. midway through the movie. At, at, at a certain point, spoiler alert if you want to watch, but the parents talk about getting a divorce, or at least a separation. They say they're getting separated, and then uh, moments after that in the movie, we find that out. They bring the boys down and explain they're getting separated. And then, uh, so Fred Savage is hanging out with Maurice and going to different bedrooms to scare kids with him and like prank them, and he's having a blast. And then they end up later in the movie. This is shortly after finding out his parents are getting separated. They end up in a baby's room and they're scaring a child, like mm-hmm. a baby in a crib. And that's when Fred Savage is like, come on, stop it. Yeah, there's only, like, so much. There's got only so much. Going from parents separated to like scaring a baby. I was like, this is this got really weird. Yeah, at a certain point, dark. I literally turned to you. I was like, is is this a kid's film? I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's touching on some more mature things, and I wasn't, I wasn't sure. That's what, like, that's why I was wondering how, like, yeah. when you had seen this, because was it advertised <clears throat> as a kids movie or? I have no idea. I have no idea. So I definitely didn't know about it at all. I didn't. This is a full on. I saw the box art, and I'm like, oh, I'm in. <laughs> and I don't think you get a lot of that anymore, mm-hmm. right? Because that's all you have to go. You have that. You read the fucking back, and that's mm-hmm. it. You don't have. Every fucking asshole on the internet to review yeah. of it at your fingertips. Right. It's a special time pre internet. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and I often miss it. Uh, <laughs> but so I don't know. And it, this movie did terrible in the theaters. Terrible. Mm. Did not even, I don't think, like when I was looking on um, uh, Wikipedia, like I don't think it made a million dollars in, in the yeah, theater. That's, yeah, that's. <clears throat> so I, like, I, I don't, I don't know. Like, to me, to hear, to, this is what I like about the movie, is that it's not pulling punches. Hmm. Like, it's kids' parents get divorced, and it treats it in a decently respectful way. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, there's that scene where the the mom is, like, sanding paint off the wall, mm-hmm. and, this, and the dad, Daniel Stern, the dad, this motherfucker, is <laughs> sitting, like, 10 feet away from her, like... W- and eating, also one feet away from the TV, yeah, one foot away. Eating Doritos and watching uh, like the Celtics game and shit. Yeah. And she's like, uh, like, can you help me? And he's like. <sighs> she had a good line there where she's like, oh, do you see any sandpaper or paintbrushes over there? It's like, if, hey, get off your ass. If you take just that scene and dissect it, it's a, 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 a veritable cornucopia to, to steal a line from the movie of uh, 
poor communication in yeah. marriage, <laughs> right? You you have him being fucking oblivious to what's going on, and her instead of like directly and kindly saying like giving him a chance, basically yeah. like, oh, have you seen a paintbrush? <laughs> yeah. Seen yeah. Now. In the context of a movie, is a really funny scene, mm-hmm. right? You know, it's like just dumb, like oh, we have fucking parents, right? <laughs> uh, but but it, it does it. It's all a prelude to this divorce that uh, yeah. separation. Who knows? Who knows? You know, I like to have hope. Sometimes yeah. people get they, separated. They say separated, yeah, and and come back to you know work on their shit and come back together. Who knows? I don't know. They, they, and, but the thing is, they don't resolve it in the film. That that's the don't. last thing they address is that they're getting separated, and then. They show yeah. them again together. Oh, it's another point, but they don't say like, "Oh, we're getting back together now" or anything. It's yeah. just it's really it's I, very real. And that's, like, it's, that's that's right. That's real life. And the other thing about it that I like is there. And I definitely didn't get this as a kid. <laughs> thinking about it as an adult man watching it, like there's something about this like uh, uh, this like idea of moderation almost. Like, hey, like hey, shit's going bad at home. You've got the opportunity to go hang out with these fucking dum-dums who are just having a fucking great time all the time. But what they're not telling you is about the consequences of that. Mm. And maybe when you figure that shit out, you're going to make a better choice, which is essentially a blueprint for the challenges I've had in my life uh, forever. (laughs) Because, boy, it's real fun. (laughs) I they with the parents like there's even then a scene where it's like storming outside and at night and the younger brother gets up <clears throat> to go look for Fred Savage and walks by the parents' bedroom and hears them arguing and there was some I'm probably gonna get it wrong but some line about like the mo- the mom saying if we took away the fighting there wouldn't be anything left <laughs> like implying that that's all they do is like Jesus wow. <laughs> like right as the kids walking by it's like good God. And that's when it just, I think, it starts to spiral yeah, for me. Yeah. It's like, oh my god, yeah, this is rough. It gets, it gets yeah, real. So I, I have a, I have an interesting theory about this film. Yeah, um, specifically related to Daniel Stern. Uh-huh. Uh huh. In the very next year, Home Alone comes out. Oh man! And I am suggesting that Little Monsters is a prequel a Home to Alone. Home Alone, and after the divorce. Daniel Stern's character spirals out of control, loses his job, and becomes one of the sticky bandits. I love it. I love <laughs> yep. it. That's canon. It tracks. I, I think it's. I think it's a. Yeah. There's one minor flaw. Minor flaw. But I think it, we can overlook it for movie magic. There's another connection to Home Alone in the movie. Oh, what? What is this? They live in New York, don't they? Uh, they live in like I think it's Boston. Boston. Talking about okay. the Celtics oh, and right, the right. Sox. Okay. Oh, yeah. There's another connection. The bully. Mm-hmm. At school, yeah, is Buzz. Buzz from oh alone. shit, yeah, oh yeah, huh? Well, Buzz could be a nickname, <laughs> <laughs> but I guess they showed his parents at one point too, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. Well, they? But they, but they probably gave him up in this town rife with divorce. <laughs> <laughs> they gave him up. <laughs> You're blaming the town. It was wow. the circumstances of where well, they the, live. You know, the monsters clearly hit this town really hard. Yeah, that's and, true. Uh, Speaking of montages, when the, there's after the prank montage, then it's a montage of all the kids getting yelled at by their parents. Oh, yeah. How great. good is that yeah. shit? Like, oh, my God. How fucking funny is that Do you want to go shit? to military school? And the kid's like three years old. Oh, my Just God. Just like not understanding what's it, happening. Yeah, it's like, what's, what's school? I don't even know what <laughs> yeah. it is. 
Yeah, there was one where it's like one of one of you is two and the other is an infant and yeah. you're just getting screamed at. I love that bit. I think it's hilarious. Those kids look adorable. Yeah, the yeah. shit that the parents are saying to them is super funny. I, I, you think I'm joking. The montages in this movie are fantastic. <laughs> That, that one kid has, they put paint on her one side of the <laughs> yeah. face, and her scene is standing in front of a wall chock full of sayings and paint, like pee pee and doo doo. <laughs> She's like, I didn't do it. Uh, yeah, I, I really, one of, one of the other things I really like about this movie is the, the very first montage where uh, Fred Savage is setting up like the trap in his room. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, is very like Rube Goldberg esque yeah. a little yeah. bit, and all but all made out of like shit any kid has around their house, right? He took his dismantled bike that like yeah. his dad ran over, and I loved that. I and, and for me, like that, and even the the like uh, very similarly, like the one that happens later, uh, it taps into that thing of like oh, like this could be me, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I I think that's one of the things that the movie does well, like. Yeah, in in a real talk sort of way about like parents fighting and shit, but also in this everything is grounded in some like amount of plausibility, yeah. like something that's like a uh, clever kid could pull that off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I I really like that shit. The uh, only the only thing with that though is that like the bedposts that he sawed were like two inches thick. That I like that's a full night's work of him yeah. like hand sawing <laughs> through that as like, as a, like a ten year old or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And nobody noticed. Yeah. Nobody in the home. <laughs> what are you doing up there? Just masturbating. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> What's like all this sawdust? Yeah. <laughs> Screen hinges to make it like fall properly into the ground. Yeah. It's a very it's clever kid. sophisticated. Yeah. I like... Oh, the one thing though, within the first... Uh, speaking of Fred Savage's character, within the first five minutes of the movie, for some reason, we see him make a peanut butter and onion sandwich. Oh, yeah. Why? Gross. So let me tell you something. Oh, no. That's a thing. What? Do you like that? I I do not. Okay. I do not. Disgusting. I have never made it in all of my life. I've looked at because it's not just a peanut butter and onion sandwich. It's slices of onion, like giant. It's a peanut butter and half of an onion. Oh yeah, it's like three thick slices of onion. (laughs) So much onion. He cuts it vertically, so it's a full sandwich, like bread-sized slice of an onion. Mm -hmm. Uh, But that's a thing. I kid you not. Peanut butter and onion pair well together. What? And the, the reason I know that is because of certain like Thai dishes that I have. That's like a peanut butter sauce with a bunch of like big pieces oh, of onion yeah. in it. Huh. I fucking love it. <laughs> I fucking love it. You know what? Come to think of it, I've had like like even Chinese dishes that have like ground peanuts on top, and it's like full of like grilled onions in there too. And it yeah, is actually really, it's good. really good. Yeah, that's a good point. Huh, no, I, never thought about that. Am I trying to go eat a peanut butter and onion sandwich? Yeah, well, of course not. I no, just, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, I but was, it's good. <laughs> that was. I'm. I'm glad we didn't hear it. But like, you see him make it, and then as as he's like slowly bringing the sandwich, I was. I shouted no at the time. Yeah. I was like, no, come on. That's that's what the little monster is. Yeah, it's just yeah. him making gross food and eating then, it in front imagine of you. If you were sitting next to somebody eating that, like, not only would it reek, but you would hear the giant like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like crunch because there was three inches worth of onion in that sandwich. Oh my god, it's disgusting. Yeah, I I'm not a fan of onions. Yeah. If you can tell, <laughs> I um, think they're gross. But why? And then they 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 call it back. Like that's the only reason to do it. Is like the parents 
call them out on like watching TV late or something. And they're like, you're the, we caught your sandwich. You're the only one that makes those, Mm -hmm. which they should have said like, what disgusting child did we raise where you're eating that? (laughs) This is why we're getting divorced. (laughs) Where did we go wrong? We we made an animal like you. (laughs) God. (laughs) Oh man. Who thinks of that? I don't understand. I don't know, man. Let's take this really stinky thing and a sticky thing and put them together. Ah, uh, no comment. <laughs> PB and J, normal kid stuff. Hey, hey, do, do you guys know what it's time for? No, it's time for the full blown. Hey, did you do that? Do I do, do I get a point from that before, or did we not counting that? Well, as you both said the same thing, so no. Yeah. Okay. Did I though? I feel like you got it, and I was just like, I think that's right. <laughs> yeah. I felt like you were on the right track. <clears throat> By saying so, exactly what I said. You guys well, are, I mean, you even guys before that, so, he, he oh, led up the true. dates to it. It was that's true. Right. You guys are so gracious with your points giving. I, I appreciate it. I well, just I just don't want CJ to win. Yeah, that's he's out to get me. We'll we'll do clean slate. All right. So we already established that this film was the inspiration for Pixar's Monsters Inc. Uh, which, oh wait, I should get a point for that though. I think you I should. That. Yeah. So, that, so, so then it can be a, it can be a clean okay. slate. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Um. Okay. There was, uh, this was not the only film in the 80s where Howie Mandel uh, complained about bright lights. Can you please quickly, whoever yells it out first, name the other Gremlins. film? Thank you. Like I said, I've never seen him in anything before, so. <laughs> so well, you don't, be a you tough don't one. see him in Gremlins. He's oh. the voice of Gizmo in Gremlins. I, I still haven't seen that film, but I like know all the what references the to it. Not, that's not okay, CJ. That's I know. Not that's okay. what everyone tells me, especially like knowing that I watch shitty movies like that. That's it's not, not a shitty, shitty movie. movie. Yeah. yeah, it is. Have you seen Gremlins 2? That's got to be even movie. worse. <laughs> Gremlins 2 is fantastic. It no, is hilarious. It is, I know it is you're the not perfect supposed to get example wet. of like, uh, uh, of like uh, taking a good thing and then like kind of ruining it by going over the top. Yeah. Well, but, there, it's a, but it's great. Oh, you know, I actually did enjoy Gremlins 2. They're very self-aware in that film and it's, it's pretty funny. They, they, I mean, that's got to be Gremlins. Gremlins is probably top five uh, Christmas movies for me. Yeah? Yeah, I agree. Wow. God damn it, <laughs> CJ. <laughs> it's, it's seriously been on my like list for years. But it's it's the point where I think I know all of the references to it already. No, like, but you got to see it. You yeah. Gotta see, it. see it in its, its yeah. horrible glory. No, it's really good. It's a really good movie. I can't believe that. Come on. All right. You'll, I'll find out for myself. You'll, okay. you'll find out. You'll all right. know. All right. All right, next question. Uh, Daniel Stern uh, and Fred Savage uh, worked together on another uh, endeavor. Uh, can you let me know what that is? Oh, uh, Wonder that? Years. That's correct. Daniel right. Stern was the uh, main person responsible for the voiceover narration. I was going to ask what you meant by endeavor instead of just saying a show or a movie. Yeah, I didn't want to go they too also, specific. They also built a seafaring ship. <laughs> they were, they were, yeah, they were on some yep. project together. They, they smashed the champagne bottle over the stern. <laughs> The Daniel Stern. <laughs> I'll see myself. <laughs> now you're on our. <laughs> now you're getting it. Um, okay, so we all know that uh, Ben Savage was very young yeah. in this film. Uh, and we can probably guess that this was pre Boy Meets World. Um, yeah. <laughs> would you say that this was his first, second, or third? Acting role. Oh wow. Uh second. Okay. I can't think of anything else that he would be that young in off Dang. the top of my head. 
Uh, I think that CJ's right, but I'm going to say third just to keep it interesting. Uh, I'm sorry. It's first. This is first time on film. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Everybody's surprised because he is a very young. He is a child. Huh. (laughs) Thank you for good to know that. (laughs) For those that have not seen the movie. (laughs) It was was weird that they were considering going with a full-blown adult. (laughs) the little brother of a 10 year old like peewee <laughs> have paul rubin play next uh, okay um there is another savage sibling um fuck i can't i not sure how to word this new question <laughs> the little sister was a monster as part of the film that, that's just something to throw out there um, if, if I just say I believe you, do I get a point? <laughs> yes, you do. There, there is another child in that family. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Points on the board. Yep. Good job. Nailed it. Okay. Um, here's here's a kind of trivia question about the film. Let's see how closely you guys are paying attention. Um, towards the beginning of the film, when Fred Savage opens his uh, closet door, there is a TV with a film playing in it. The Incredible mm. Shrinking Man. And CJ? I, yeah, he's obviously right if he just knew that. I don't know. It was a sp- There was some spider thingy <coughs> I could in be, it. I, th- I might be wrong. He, he is wrong. So yeah. oh, uh, you oh. get a chance to rebut. I'm, I'm supposed to just name a movie. Well, you can... well, if you know it, you say the movie. Yeah, uh, clearly I don't. Okay. <laughs> All right. Unfortunately, it's a watch there. Uh, it was The Fly. The oh, Fly. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I would have, like, throw out some choices Is the thing I said I even just... a movie? I don't know. <laughs> the Incredible <laughs> Shrinky <laughs> Man? I think it is, honestly. Yeah. Not like... just the Shrinky Man? Was that the prequel to Ant-Man? <clears throat> it is. It's, it's a series Ant-Man was based on. <laughs> he, like, passed down the patent to yeah. the younger guy? Right, but then Paul they're like, Rudd. ah, we need to, like, zazz it up a bit. What if, well, what if he gets big? <laughs> ah. Mm-hmm. But he's called Ant-Man, but he can get big? Yeah. I don't understand. What, like, really, though, the ant part, you're really just shoehorning in an ability yeah. at that point. You can control the size of your body. At least that's catchy, though. I don't know what else to call that character. Well, I think I think he had other names at times. I think he was Giant Man. Oh, really? For a while. I think so. I don't, I don't know. know. I'm not that in tune with uh, the Marvel Universe. Are we just filling time? Yeah. This is called questions? Vamping for Ken. Okay. Hey, what's the score right now? <laughs> Danny's kicking my butt. Too All right, nothing. Danny wins. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's always it's always great competing against you. <laughs> yeah, you came on before with horror it, movies. Your expertise. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think I did very well in that one. Uh, this time it was a movie I've seen at least a dozen times. <laughs> <laughs> to nothing. That's what we get for starting with a clean slate. I shouldn't have said that. Should have kept my point. <laughs> then I would at least got something on the board. It's oh, a well. shutout. Not a fan. Thanks for those riveting questions, Kenneth. There's there's not a whole lot of trivia on this, unfortunately. Yeah. I'm now I gotta I'm curious to see what Howie Mandel doing stand up is like. Oh yeah, you should check it out. Yeah. It's Do not you think bad. I can like YouTube that or something? I'm yes, sure. It's probably somewhere. You said um, it was Robin Williams esque? Uh yes. Interesting. Esque. Not as good. Right. But I would hope not. Uh, is there a part in this where you guys say if you like this movie or not? Yes, there is a part we call ratings. <laughs> and we can go to that right now. Danny, what would you rate this 1 to 10? 
Uh, first of all, I take issue with the fact that you give me 10 options. I really would prefer less. I'm sorry. Uh, That's not how it works. Just do like one through five, but double it. Yeah, well, when you put it that way. Um, <laughs> Maths. Yeah, I, I give this movie, um, man, I give this movie like an eight. Yeah, like, even I, like now, still. Oh yeah, like yeah. That that's the fucking funniest part. Like, there's so many movies. So my girlfriend has a son, and he's uh, right now he's 11 years old. And, uh, uh, previously, he's been younger. And <laughs> and uh, there was a point at which we, she, she and I sat down and we're like, like, what movies did we really like as kids that he should see? You know, <laughs> and then we get to kind of like relive that shit vicariously. Mm-hmm. And a lot of those movies fucking suck. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, rewatching them, yeah, like rewatching now. them. Yeah. I'm like, fuck this. This is bad. <laughs> but not this one. Like, I am. I am delighted every time I end up watching this movie. Like, I, I think it's clever. I think it's. Um, I think it's clever. I think it's a little bit honest. And, and I've never really thought about it so much as in preparing for this uh an hour ago uh, <laughs> we're uh, all like, professionals here it, it, it's clever it's honest it's weird it's different um it's fun it's kind of scary i think it sort of is a prelude to me liking horror movies yeah uh, in, in certain parts early. yeah and um and also can we talk real quick uh as a sidebar is fred savage the most charismatic child ever yeah he was great <laughs> oh my I god think, like i want to hang out with them yeah <laughs> i think that's why they wanted him as a monster is because he's just fun he's just a fun guy yeah <laughs> absolutely their recruiting would go cool through kid. the roof yeah if, they had fred if he was the billboard for like come be a monster look at this guy yeah, he's fucking one of fred us fred savage yeah. he's great like even when he's doing what can only be described as the cheesiest bullshit. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. He sells me on it. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, this kid's fucking great. Like he's he's like he's like a little thirty year old man. I I gotta be honest. Him come showing up to school in sunglasses it was like that kid's cool. Yeah, <laughs> it worked. It's like and that's a cool kid. You're a full blown adult yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> like I want to be Fred Savage when I grow up. Yeah, so I, I, I'm going to give it an, an eight, and I'm as shocked as anyone. <laughs> yeah. The one thing, so the only thing I, I will say that I struggle with it is like, you know, it. again, we're still not sure if this is a kid's movie or not, but usually those come with like a lesson at the end that we all learn. Mm-hmm. And the only one I was trying to come up with like was, uh, if your brother gets kidnapped, you should fight to get him back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and also like good triumphs over evil, like the basic one of that i don't know what and else nothing in your life is stable ever <laughs> yeah see that's that was like the nihilist side <laughs> yeah. of it it's like there is no point there is no morals right for, i mean if we're gonna draw like, a parallel to uh the last unicorn yeah i mean there it is right there <laughs> yeah life is meaningless yeah. life is chaos <laughs> yeah you never know what you're gonna get into don't make plans because they'll get ruined and have a good life <laughs> enjoy it while you can yeah Roll with the punches. Is mm-hmm. that a, is that what we can say? That's yeah. the moral yeah. lesson here. And moderation is key. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anything can be fun in moderate quantities. Yeah. Hmm. Um, it was bizarre. I don't know what to give this. This is stumping me a little bit. I can tell you I will be going lower than, yeah. than Danny. <laughs> Not eight, <laughs> but I don't know. It wasn't horrible. I I wasn't walking away from this being like, well, there goes an hour and a half of my life. It was right. it was fine. It's no big money hustlers. <laughs> God, <laughs> uh, that's that's still got to be the worst one so yeah. far, right? Yeah. Um, 
I will say I I could see the perks of the of watching this as a kid. Mm-hmm. They're getting into mischief and stuff like that. It seems cool and all that. Maybe like a a six, I guess. I that seems okay. like it's bad, but it's I don't no, know. That's, it's okay. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Uh, I'm getting to five point five. You know, I I would have given it lower too. And and at a certain point I turned to CJ while I was watching it during like the very back end of the movie where shit's starting to hit the fan and like the underworld thing. And I was like, if someone gets dismembered or something (laughs) crazy happens, I will give this a higher rating. (laughs) We didn't talk about that. They legitimately get shot at. Yeah. The the scene with the, uh, the, uh, uh, saw blades coming through the floor. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. And it's some little toy rolls up to Fred, Fred Savage's oh, foot yeah. and starts to drill into his shoe. Yeah, that was turning to like some puppet master shit. Yeah. That was that was cool. Yeah, and then they have the toy airplane swoop down and shoot real bullets <laughs> at them. Yeah. Like toy they're hiding behind shelves of toys that explode. So they they could have gotten murdered. <laughs> we yeah. could have seen one of those kids die. That would have been great. Yeah, would that, that have would have been great up on the great. scale? That would have been yeah. so cool. Like, I, I, I like really that. scary and like holy shit at the end. That would have been that would have that answered awesome. the question: Is this a kids' movie for sure? So, so with your ratings, if you're giving it like a six, you're giving it a five point five. Now, uh, sometimes it's hard to get out of those uh, school percentages, right? Where mm-hmm. like, like, yeah, that's. But so, are you? Does that mean generally favorable? Yes, correct. Yeah, okay. I would okay. say yeah. as long as it's above a five for me. It is. I would watch it again at some point, maybe. I don't know that I go that far, but <laughs> but it, but I, yeah, I, I didn't walk away being like that was bad. Right, I didn't hate <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, I can I I can I can get that. I think there's definitely a piece to me uh, where the nostalgia kicks in, mm-hmm. right? And and that recognition that I've been watching this movie for geez, like uh, t- over twenty years now, um, definitely kicks it up a notch. Uh, but I, I think that's fair. Like going, I mean, this is a kid. I'm asking actual adults to watch a kids movie. Like again, with, kids with movie. No, uh... yeah, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe a kids now, movie. Now, I, if you to that point, if you wake up in the middle of the night in a cold sweat, like <laughs> rethinking your life, and like, but what is what is the meaning of anything? Uh-huh. I hope you reconsider your evaluation if it affects you that true much. yeah if, if i take it to heart that much i may go up several points <laughs> i will that that remind me of uh in um the newest pat oswald special uh he quotes his late wife and saying life is chaos be kind mm. that's a very good motto mm. that's what this movie shows i think like just roll with the punches life's strange just be a good person <laughs> Save your brother if he gets kidnapped yeah. by monsters. Also, yeah. save your brother. Yeah. Right. Just, yeah it's worth general. it. Save your family members. They're, they're allergic to light. You'll figure it out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Show up with lights strapped on every inch of your body that you've stolen from the AV room at your school. Yeah. Yeah. And blast those suckers away. <laughs> I would be uh, remiss, Danny. Uh, we were talking about music <clears throat> before the show. Mm-hmm. I learned uh, a recent uh, factoid about you that you used to... <laughs> You're already laughing. Travel with bands and whatnot. Yeah, where'd you where'd you learn that? I saw it somewhere. Was it was it on the monitor at work? It might have been. Yeah. yeah Please yeah. expound on this. So a long time ago, in a galaxy pretty close to here, and <laughs> that uh, it was here. In that it was this galaxy. Uh, yeah. So I used to I used to work in music, uh, and I will uh, I will say this 
uh, knowing that uh, it's accurate and also that other people who hear this will be uh, laughing or rolling their eyes. But I used to work in music professionally. Uh, I used to uh, manage my friend's recording studio here in Chicago uh, and help him engineer records. And he, uh, he did such things as like Hawthorne Heights, uh, Fallout Boy, um, wow. Uh, Spittlefield, uh, As Tall as Lions, uh, This Is Me Smiling, stuff, stuff like that. Uh, and then also I w- w- worked uh, going on tour with bands, being essentially a roadie, right? Um, uh, most notably for uh, Motion City Soundtrack. Dang. Wow. Um, and so, yeah, I did that for a while. Uh, it didn't work out. How long's a while? Um, I got to say, like, my sum total of being paid to do this stuff was probably, like, two years. Dang. Um, I had been, like, in high school and stuff, I had been in bands and uh, been around other bands and stuff. And we would we would go do shit. Like, I would go out with uh, never my band. My bands were never good enough. But other people's bands and stuff. But that wasn't a paid gig, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that was just, we're going to go out here, we're going to do it. Let's have fun. And it was great. It was uh, amazingly fun. Um, but yeah, so that's uh, I, that's the thing I used to do. <laughs> Where did you travel to? What are some uh, fun spots you hit up? Uh, I mean, all, all over the United States. Um, yeah? <clears throat> yeah. Along cross country? All over the United States. A little bit of Canada. Because uh, I did, with Motion City, I did Warp Tour. Oh, dang. Uh, and yeah, they're everywhere. Yeah, right. And um, I would say one of, the, one of the most fun things we did is... Uh, with a band called La Mantra de Ficria, which Tim, my co-host in uh, Double Murder, was in. Uh, and then this other band, uh, Tusk, which later became... A movie. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> uh, uh, which was like a, sort of like a grindcore band, and they became uh, Pelican. Uh, the members of Tusk, minus their singer, uh, is essentially the band Pelican. Uh, we d- did a tour out west, and we stayed in Lake Tahoe because uh, the Tusk guys had like a friend who lived out there, um, and it was great. We had, took like two days off and like hung out in the woods there, and it was pretty fun. Played some fucking show. Played some fucking show in a cabin impromptu where we were literally hanging from rafters, and like <laughs> that's, that's and, the way like, to do it. But at <laughs> one point, we we like hiked up the side of this mountain, and at the base of the mountain. There was flyers because somebody had gone missing. Right? Oh wow! Oh. And it's and it's like gnarly up there because like uh, <clears throat> if you like uh, there's like streams and stuff, but if you get like stuck in them, if you get trapped in them, like the current is so strong, you're just you're, you're like gone, right? And th- there's streams that like don't look like anything, but the snow melts and like blah blah blah. So we're like hiking up the side of this mountain, and the Tusk guys are thinking about this concept album that they later actually created uh, about being trapped in the woods and going uh, going, going insane. Uh, they're like, yeah, and then the B-side will just be one song called Fuck My Bears. <laughs> like, uh, and so anyways, go pick up that album. It's really good. Uh, and then later, uh, like we, we, there was like a tide pool and uh, – or like tide pool. There was like a pool of water. We like jumped in and whatever. And later found out that uh, the woman who went missing's body was found behind the waterfall there. Uh, where we were swimming. Whoa. Uh, so anyway, it was a really fun trip. <laughs> Lots of memories. Um, but yes, that's a thing that that's a thing I used to do. That's awesome. <laughs> so, so Danny, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask if I wanted to report a double murder. 
when would I be able to hear the next episode of that podcast? Man, that's a great question. <laughs> and again, I'm glad you asked. Uh, I have no idea. Okay. I have no idea when our next episode will be. We have a lot of, uh, we have a lot of ideas on what we want to do for stuff coming up. Um, it just comes down to like our lives now are not conducive to regularly doing this podcast. Mm-hmm. And when I, when I compliment you guys on doing this regularly and professionally, I sincerely mean it. You guys have a great operation and, and you. you're consistent Thanks. about it. That's awesome. Uh, I don't know. Um, do you like that we bring you on just to call you out that we want you to do more episodes? <laughs> yeah, no. Well, and this is true, right? The last time you had me on, we mm-hmm. hadn't done an episode in like a year. Mm-hmm. And then we immediately did a bunch of episodes, right? And by a bunch, I mean two. <clears throat> but we did them, right? Right. Yeah. And so maybe this is the impetus. This is the push that I need. This is go. the, uh, you know, get called out publicly. If this is what it takes to get more double murder episodes yeah. we will have you on as often as <laughs> absolutely man i was raised catholic so shame is a very powerful <laughs> force for me um but yeah uh, you know i'll i'll call tim this is this is his busiest day of the year Thank so you. i'll, I'll call him tomorrow, him tomorrow and we'll call figure tim. it out tim, and we'll call out tim right now <laughs> yeah. uh please uh do more episodes with danny thank you thank you yeah thanks guys <laughs> i appreciate the support uh, if you want to reach us, you can hit us up at uh, overtalkingpod at geomodel.com or visit our website, overtalkingpod.party. We're also on Facebook. At overtalkingpod. Twitter. At overtalkingpod. Insta. At overtalkingpod. Tumblr? No. <laughs> Tumblr? Is that a thing still? I don't oh, know. Gross, man. <laughs> gross. <laughs> no Snapchat. Yeah. Uh, or uh, <laughs> if you, you want to get some weird snaps, <laughs> I'm, I'm about to register over st- uh, over talking pod you on can Snapchat. Snapchat. All right. It's going to be all dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Danny is running our Snapchat. You can follow us up on there. Uh, or uh, leave us a voicemail like uh, Krobus did at uh, upabc81591. Uh, Danny, you can listen to his podcast on the internet. <laughs> there we go. Uh, go to go to iTunes or whatever and search for Double Murder, and it'll be on there. Or go to uh, bloodydisgusting.com. Not obligated to plug them. They don't actually give me any money. They just like begrudgingly be like, "Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, post it on there. Whatever." <laughs> <laughs> That's a good agreement. Yeah. yeah. No, it works out really well. It works out. It actually works out awesome because the yeah, guys. Yeah, I would think that'd guys, be sweet. It, it's it's great for us that they still do it. Back in the day, it was like a legitimate thing. We were doing it regularly. Like it was part of a stable of podcasts that me and my friends did for that for that website. Now things have changed a little bit. Uh, like Tom and Tom and Brad are not like the sole owners of the of the place. They're still very much involved. They have a new stable of podcasts that seem much more professional than ours. <laughs> <laughs> much more consistent. But at the end of the day, Tom and Brad, like for as much uh, Brad specifically, for as much flack as he gets for like, you know, whatever, uh they don't give a shit. They're just like dudes having fun talking about horror movies. They're like, yeah, just put it on there. I don't. Who cares? It's That's fine. nice. You yeah. guys, you guys are right, and everyone else is a fucking weird fanboy. So just fucking do it. <laughs> nice. You can find him there yeah. and all the things <laughs> on the internet. Google double murder. Ah. Uh, yeah, yeah. What go- happens if you Google double murder? <laughs> if you Google double murder podcast. Sorry, okay. Yes. You're yeah, important distinction. You're yeah. Right. If you Google, put the podcast part in there. If you Google double murder, you're just gonna be very sad. Go, yeah. into, go into incognito mode. Then <laughs> Google. Double Not at murder. work. Speaking of murder, I think our friends are here. Did I just call them murderers? Yeah. Well, we don't know that they've murdered anyone. Not they're just creepy. Yet. Anyway, they're here. I, I can smell the sulfur in the air. <laughs> Or maybe that's just CJ. That's probably me. Um, 
So, yeah, if you like the podcast, please go on iTunes and rate and express the review. Reviews are to help people find the podcast. Also, we don't pay for any advertisers. So if you want to help spread the word, we would be greatly appreciated. Tell a friend. Take out their phone. Plug in over Talking Pod. Any open computer you see, just run up to it. <laughs> yeah. Hit subscribe on our podcast on iTunes. Anything you can do to just, like, hit subscribe. Are you willing to take on advertisers? Well, yeah. yeah. Subway. <laughs> Subway would be great. Subway. We eat there every week. Subway. Eat fresh. <laughs> eat over. Oh, I'm sorry. That actually just going to get you sued. Yeah. Uh, that's, <laughs> the, that's the opposite of what you want. Uh, we're not degrading it. It's great. <laughs> it is fresh. Yeah. Maybe. It is fresh. <laughs> Click those stars it and tell your friends. fresh. And as we always say, unadulterated, Trader. where's the beef anarchy? That yeah. Is, that is that actually was, a really good that one. That was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good like album name. Bye. <laughs> this episode of the Overtalking Podcast was edited and produced by Ken and CJ. Special guest was Danny from the Double Murder Podcast. Logo by Nate Richards. Check out Nate's work on Instagram at Nate Richards Designs. Uh, and as we always say, little monsters. I, I can't think of any quote from this movie at all. No, I've got nothing. Uh, may I? Yeah. yeah. And it's only because I said it earlier. Can you please preface it with as as we always as we always say? As we always say, veritable cornucopia. Perfect.